say hi. My name's Sammy B, and this is my co-host, Jay Smooth. And you're listening to Beards and Brownies. And today we're going to talk about how to make masks super awesome. Let's get right into it. Let's be honest. Masks in general, we realize they're not engaging enough. So how can we make these amazing places of worship attract more people? You've got friends that haven't have sort of stepped away from going to the mosque and what what were their reasons and why did they sort of find the mosque wasn't good, cool enough to attend or enjoyable enough to attend? I think one of the main reasons is because of the language barrier and most of the time in a lot of these mosques the dialogue is catered towards elder or elder people so I would say most of the time you go to a mosque I'd say about probably like seven out of ten mosques the speeches are always given in Urdu or Punjabi or Bangladeshi or whatever the language may be rather than English and then maybe they spend a little bit of time speaking in English and for younger people who may not be fluent in those languages it's just not attractive to sit there for 45 minutes whilst you're not really understanding what's going on and then probably like five or ten minutes is only spent explaining it explaining what was said in about 40 minutes to you is explained in about five ten minutes in your English language I think that's one of the main reasons and I think another one of the main reasons why um, a lot of people do not attend the mosque a lot of young people have gone away from attending the mosque and more than likely pray at home is because um, they're just not exciting. There's not much there. They're not exactly like youth centers. Like sometimes you see on, on a church, you'll have like a banner for an event that's going on. Whereas I think with the mosque, there's not much, there's not many opportunities for young people. There's not really many social activities organized. It doesn't have that kind of youth recreation feel to it. It's kind of just a place of worship, whereas the religion is more of a way of life. And I think if they implemented um, a lot more th entertaining things for younger people, I think it would get a lot more younger people attracted to the mosque and be more willing to attend certain events. I agree with what you just said. You know, when you go to a mosque, there isn't enough exciting things there to be happy about or to look at and be like oh this i want to stick around i want to do this i want to talk to the imam and stuff like that one of the things that is like having just a simple basketball hoop mm -hmm. you know you could keep kids entertained you get people entertained and just playing sports in general is a is a really good way of having numbers yeah. present you'd rather your kid be at a basketball hoop in a mosque than be outside in a park where mm. there's bad things happening um you mm. know of areas that your kid you don't want your kid to be around so you're in essence getting two things for one you're getting your child to attend uh, a really good place for their future for their life and you're getting them to make connections make friends with like-minded individuals another thing that you know I, these are things we should be implementing moving forward especially for the younger generation is a recording studio or mm -hmm. a media center where kids are taught how to use microphones videography yeah. cameras everything as you can see me right now i can't use this microphone properly so mm -hmm. if only i had that training at the mosque yeah. these kind of activities are really good for youtube for podcasts 
for helping create the next generation of media talented individuals and that's where you yeah. make a big difference in the media mm-hmm. so if you've got individuals coming there learning how to use a camera they'll be able to go out and create footage create short films that have a big visual impact and you never know where it could lead and these are life skills people should have you and, know and they can actually benefit the mosque as well so the people yeah. who learn the skills can actually use them to take photos of the mosque take videos of the mosque help the mosque in certain ways maybe promote them in certain ways it's actually beneficial to the mosque if they uh, were able to give out these activities so that people could actually learn these skills and actually use them to help the mosque itself correct because mosques in general lack resources they always have lacked resources um they don't have enough in-house staff to to create some kind of routine or structure mm-hmm. and if you can use this grassroots mechanism and then see the benefits of it 10 years down the line 5 years down the line it will bring the mosque into the 21st century it will bring the muslims into that modern age and it will attract people who want to turn up to the mosque and who want to sit there and enjoy being in that really positive atmosphere mm. there's a lot of negativity around we see a lot of negative people mm. and you tune in online anywhere and then eventually you're just seeing oh i don't see enough um muslim faces or i don't see enough brown faces yeah. i don't see enough ethnic minorities on screen and the best way to do that is to encourage unity mm. and to encourage creative content in mosque atmospheres mm. a movie night you know once a week movie yeah, yeah. night and it could be you could have different range of movies from watching family oriented movies or watching you know new big releases like yeah. the the marvel films mm-hmm. and i think movie night's a great way of just bringing in loads of people together it's better than gaming because yeah. gaming gets competitive mm-hmm. and having a playstation an xbox one in there is a great thing but when you're having a sit down popcorn film everyone's attentions directed towards the screen mm-hmm. and it's not just two players dueling it out with each other mm-hmm. so movie nights are something i would definitely attend myself good wholesome movies do exist yeah no one's asking the imam to put on like american pie yeah, or anything yeah. like that <laughs> we asking and we're saying that mosques should just be a bit more receptive to the culture and the world we're living in and if we single ourselves out or just be isolationists we're never going to reach the platform or reach the levels that we should do having some kind of like small gym even if it's like just a few weights and a bench or anything we need to encourage fitness fitness is a great yeah. part of the deen anyway and having people to attend the gym they might not want to pray yeah they'll just turn up to the mosque and they will just go to the gym and before you know it they'll be like you know what the prayers come in might as well go pray and then go back to the gym again mm-hmm. these are really good activities for children to for teenagers especially like who are competing in football yeah. leagues they're competing in rugby tournaments to have available to them mm-hmm. you're a big fan of like playing pool and snooker and stuff so would a pool table be something you enjoy having yeah definitely like i think the biggest the biggest problem that the mosque has is that it's not seen as a as a social place yeah i think a lot of 
these successful places are seen as uh, places where you can go and socialize and meet other people like you may not want to go to a mosque but you meet you may meet someone who goes regularly and then as you become friends with them you may start to go more regularly because you're friends with someone who goes a lot and i think that can be beneficial to the mosque if they put things like pool tables in there because pool and snooker are, are games where you, on the side you end up socializing with people watching games talking and then you can make new friends and build new connections and i think with a lot of these people that you meet you you get influenced by your environment you can get influenced by the people that you meet in these places and i think it can be beneficial to the mosque if they create these type of environments it will benefit them in the long term it's just i think a lot of the mosque the the, the higher ups the people who run it they don't see the social aspect as being that important they just see it as a place where people just come to pray and then that's it they don't look at beyond the horizons they don't look at the other opportunities that they can create for the youth they just kind of cater cater towards one particular um, area and that's kind of it one thing i think we're massively lacking is breaking into the corporate world breaking into professional circles networking Mm -hmm. and we don't really as muslims in general and even a lot of the ethnic minority communities don't have providing their services who have been in really good creative fields or have been in banking finance wherever and they come in and give a lecture once a month on how they achieved what they achieved and what's required for you to get to where i've gone to Mm. so like it'd be great for some kids who who are in the sixth form stage who are in like their gcse exam stage to realize these are the subjects I need to pick, these are the subjects I need to do well at mm. in order to get to this position. Exactly. And yes, you can say, look, that's all available from your local council and stuff, mm. but when you're seeing someone who has the same identity and culture as you, showing you a live example, that is much more motivating than speaking to someone at a career service. Yeah. I would have loved to have someone teach me how to do film how to do music mm-hmm. or what's required to be a pharmacist or what what was needed for me to go into law yeah yeah and it's not just the subjects required it's just like what life is like in mm-hmm. that in that situation so oh if you want to do law mm-hmm. it's a nine to nine kind of job you're going to be spending a lot of time up there in the office you're supposed to be in london or wherever that's yeah. where the top companies are and you're going to have to sacrifice a lot of family time mm-hmm. When you don't have a lot of information and you just get thrown into this big world, it takes you years to sort of find your feet and adapt. And those years are crucial in building some kind of traction in the corporate ladder. Yeah. So, yeah, like some some kind of professional to come in weekly, monthly and just give one kind of short lecture Mm -hmm. and just say, look, kids, this is how we're going to do things. And good luck with your future. And you're building a network. So. Mm -hmm. You never know, this person could eventually be a CEO of a company or they could even own a company before and they could be on the lookout for young interns or young apprentices who are showing tenacity and ambition to succeed. We're all food lovers. So I remember when I was at school, they got rid of the snack shack Mm -hmm. and they used to have a snack shack. But sweet shops or some kind of stand where it's just open for a few hours of the day. Kids could go in and get Mm -hmm. their like sweets and chocolates and stuff. That money can be put back into the mosque to fund activities, to fund Mm -hmm. like new prayer mats or whatever. So I think, do you not agree that having a mosque with like a little 
tuck shop or something there, it would be really cool. Yeah, because they have, um, like, I think after a few of the religious classes, they have the ice cream man sometimes comes by and he kind of just parks his car in the car park and all the kids run over and buy his buy his products. And it's kind of like... The, what, the, filled with gelatine? <laughs> <laughs> the um, mosque heads are missing a business opportunity because he's he's taking all the business. He's getting all these kids who have just finished their lesson who are clearly hungry and giving them ice cream and chocolates and sweets and if they had some form of um, confectionery stand or something themselves they wouldn't they would easily be able to raise a lot more money for a lot of the things that we're suggesting it's just it seems like that the problem is that the mentality is not focused on the youth it's more focused on the elders and keeping everyone else satisfied it's not focused on the youth but i think what they don't realize is that when a lot of the elders are gone the there won't be many people coming to the mosques because a lot of the youth are not coming at this age. What what's, what's to say that in 10 years' time, they're more likely to come than they are now? It doesn't really translate. They'll probably say, it's oh, if anything has got worse, I'm not going to go to the mosque. I'd rather pray at home. Yeah, and the worst thing is, like, a lot of the lectures and a lot of the speeches mm. that happen on, like, Friday prayers and stuff, they're all in, like, the native language yeah. of... Who the secretary or the treasurer? Mm-hmm. So, most of the mosques that we've been to, this a lot of um, lectures are in Urdu. Yeah. And my guys are dodgy beards. <laughs> What's that going to do for kids who don't understand it? Yeah. If you want to affect the youth, talk about topics that are engaging and interesting. Don't talk about stuff that wipes them out straight away within like three seconds of hearing the guy speak. Yeah. So. Even like the imams doing a little bit of research beforehand and they could go online, they could find what topics are engaging, what gets quite a lot of hits and then promote that. And you'll definitely see children coming in, guys coming in and being like, yep, that that affects me. How to deal with depression, how to Mm -hmm. deal with stress in the workplace, how to deal with like marriage topics. Mm -hmm. A lot of kids nowadays and a lot of people go and get married to someone and that this is how it should be. They want to get married to someone they love or mm. anything, or they want to delay their marriage. And when you're coming from like um, the South Asian subculture, it's it's a very taboo subject, yeah. and people don't know how to convey that to their parents, mm. and how to say, you know, this is not what we, something we agree with. We don't mm. like it. So I think they're great little tidbits mm. that the mosque should take into account to make itself really good anti-bullying to allow kids to understand how how they should speak to one another how they should build one another up and i think the mosques in general do not do much at all on these subjects Mm -hmm. yeah i think they limit themselves a lot i think there's a lot that they could teach um the youth i think that a lot of the values of the religion kind of get lost because i think a lot of them just focus on the praying aspect not a lot of the other parts of it like the moral aspect or the values or the ethics they don't really preach those as much like even in a lot of the um, sermons that they give it's always a, about praying and there's nothing wrong with that it's just that there is a lot more to the religion than that and I think a lot of the people in the mosque are just kind of like people who just turn up and pray and then want to go home they don't want to stick around um, and do a lot of the things that you're saying they don't want to give advice or hear advice or do any of that they're just kind of focused on one aspect of the religion rather than focusing on like the fact that there's five pillars and that there's a lot more to the religion than what they may think there is and i think if the mosque was more focused on providing 
more services to the youth, I think you'd see an influx of the youth actually attending a lot of these sermons and actually coming to a lot of the prayers on a more regular basis and not just when it's um, school holidays. Yeah, you only get the big influx coming in the school holidays and most mm. of that's because they're forced from yeah. their parents. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have to turn up because dad said so. I exactly. have to turn up because mum said so. They're not even turning up because they know what's right. They're mm. just turning up because that's just something they've been forced to do. So if if people start understanding the whys of why they're turning up or what the why, the reason behind their actions, I think there'll be a lot more unity and i know the finances are tight in mosques and i know there's a lot of strict opinions and there's going to be people who like and dislike what we're saying here yeah but i think the common goal is to unite people to bring about positive change and solutions you've got a lot of people online like they they condemn literally every action that happens Mm -hmm. and there's some good people doing good stuff out there. Exactly. You've got musicians, you've got videographers, you've got a lot of stuff, content being posted, and a lot of them get a lot of hate, and sadly it's from within our own community. Yeah. It's not even from external sources, it's just hatred being spewed from people who just have a difference of opinion, mm-hmm. and they're not realizing the main aim of what that person was trying to do mm. was to bring together change, to bring together a a massive population of one point what is it one point five how many how many yeah it must be close to two billion two billion muslims in the world like that is something we must sit back and understand before we go and attack everyone who does something that may be in the gray areas of what the religion preaches Mm -hmm. and it's all open to interpretation because no one has a direct line to God, do they? So of course. everyone's given their own viewpoint. I think also that there is um, a lot of opportunities for fundraising, um, but there's nothing. There's not many people who actually take those opportunities. Like we mentioned earlier, the snack shack idea or organising football tournaments so people have to pay money to enter the tournament and you can use those uh, funds to maybe implement a lot of the suggestions we're saying so there are there are ways to do f- funding especially nowadays you can do crowdfunding online you can just make yeah. a what is a gofundme account and you can just write the details and you may get donors that you don't even expect you may get donors from other religions or different cultures different countries and people I, I will just, donate you're right people will donate to good things so if you're making yeah. good big positive steps people will definitely donate they will donate if you're making big moves like putting some kind of activity together putting some kind of media center together and like you said crowdfunding yeah, exactly and with crowdfunding also you could do like accessories t-shirt printing whatever like clothing ranges and there's a lot of people making a lot of money from selling their own apparel so why can't mosques yeah print, exactly. print their own hoodies yeah. print their own beanies mm-hmm. print their own yeah. jackets and then sell that and use exactly. the money to fund everything there's mm-hmm. so many opportunities mm-hmm. but I think it's just the people, isn't it? The people in there do not have the outlook that people on the outside do. And the people on the outside can't get inside, so they can't implement their visions. Whereas um, not everyone's like Tyrese, we're not all vision implementers. And uh, I think a lot of the people in the mosques are not, they can't seem to see the problems that are happening. I think they're kind of in a little bubble and they're kind of in a comfort zone. And I think everything that happens, they're content with. As long as they see that, 
it's packed when it's Friday prayer prayer, I think they're fine with it. And I don't think they see the other issues, such as the fact that the youth are not really that focused and committed to the cause. I think if an influx of young people kind of get into the, the trust and implement these ideas and suggest these ideas, I think we may see more and more youth members coming to the mosque in the future. But as long as it's the current way it is, I think a lot of mosques around the country will continue to stay the same way that they are. Because it's is that that analogy is very true because you're seeing it in the film industry and you're seeing it in the gaming industry. So obviously there's a there's a big game coming out in um, August uh, September time and it's the Spider-Man PS4 game. Yeah. I'll definitely skip mosque with that. It has a lot of similarities to a famous game, Spider-Man 2 game that we played when we were younger. And the way it's designed and the physics inside that game are very, very, like, they, they're in line with what we wanted to see growing up. And a lot of games didn't really achieve that. Yeah. And if you look deeper into why um, this game is taking the right boxes, it's because the people behind it are guys who grew up in the late 90s mid 2000s and now they're in positions of power and they're bringing in their vision Mm -hmm. so you're gonna see a lot of 90s themes in movies as well because a lot of the directors now who are filming who are doing things they are from that generation they're from that young generation and same with the mosques the ones the young kids coming through and the ones who have vision you'll yeah. maybe see the the benefits of it maybe 10 years down the line mm-hmm. but a change has to start somewhere exactly from what i was going to say was just that exactly what we've been saying the whole time which is we're not exactly criticizing them you may agree or disagree with what we have said it's just from our experiences we believe that the environment that they've created is not very appealing to young people and we think that in the long term this is not a great strategy and when you're trying to retain people and keep them at the mosque. So in in order to get around this problem, I think a lot of younger people need to be more active and more present within the community of the mosque, like the trust, in order to influence the decision-making process so that they can get their views and their ideas across and actually get them implemented, like getting the ping-pong tables and snooker tables and movie nights, gaming, um, environment set up i think the best way to do that is if young people are actually more active but until some of the uh, current um, members are more willing to accept the help or the assistance or the the ideas i think it seems to be looking like it may stay the same way that it is finally to conclude it's been a great episode we've enjoyed speaking about a topic that's kind of taboo around here this was our outlook on the Muslim landscape and our final thoughts. Do comment, share this, rate this five stars on iTunes, wherever, whatever platform you're listening on. Stay happy, stay positive, and thank you for listening.